we may just watch the fireworks on this episode of Nani's Tunes with Avery and Lena. So more importantly than just us two. Yes. And the album, we have a couple guests. Welcome Danny and Pam to the uh, show. Danny, you're returning for the third time this on this podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy it very much. Thanks for having me back. And Pam, this is your first time, so welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Good. Happy We're, to have you guys. Yes. Happy to have one of you. <laughs> Which yeah. one? Yeah, <laughs> Let's cause a fight. <laughs> or maybe it would cause fireworks. Maybe. You're really you going are, on you, like quite the yeah. reference. Like, yeah, already, it's the yeah. only reference I got. You already used that one. Let, yeah. I, I will throw that in about two or three more times today. We could say something like believe in what you want. Mm. About yeah. who I'm referring to? If only we were <laughs> recording this on a Sunday. <laughs> Crushed that one. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Pam. <laughs> Well, I had a drink and I just put my glasses on the table. Ooh. Nice. That's good. That's good. (laughs) So for anyone who doesn't know what we're referring to, Ave, you want to go into it? We are looking back at the album Clarity by Jimmy Eat World. We sure are. (laughs) (laughs) It was released on February 23rd, 1999. So just got in under the 90s. and Oh, I see what you did there. It's like... Four days ago. Yeah, he totally meant yeah. that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> He's totally uh, on the ball like that. <laughs> yeah, totally planned it, which was great. <laughs> I did it at uh, a blistering speed to get this one through. Huh? Huh? <laughs> 12 23 <95. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> putting that in yeah. organically. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Clarity. (laughs) 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 Well, I didn't know a lot of Jimmy Eat World. I learned some things. They don't have like that awesome of a history. I don't mean awesome. I mean like no scandals or big things. They got together in Mesa, Arizona, 1993. Jim Adkins and Zach Lind were friends since preschool and they joined Tom Linton and then Mitch. Something I can't read. <laughs> Who's gone now, so we don't need to even say his name. Um, and they were kind of punk at the time. They started out punk. They had a debut self-titled album in 93. They... Oh, do you know how they got their name? I do. You want to tell our listeners? <laughs> uh, sure. So, now, I... I... I have I know how it happened. I I may be wrong on the the one particular detail. Uh it was one of their little brothers did a drawing of his big brother and he was he had the globe in his hands and he was saying that Jimmy eats the world or Jimmy eats world. And I believe that's where it came from and it had nothing to do with Jim Atkins. Wow. Do they have an album with that on the cover or something? Uh, not that, that I know of. I don't. I don't think so. It I'm does sound. It's. Up. It sounds like something though. It's like Cap- <laughs> Captain Planet, maybe. Oh yeah. Some, I, yeah yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm never gonna argue with anything. I get all my information from Wikipedia. <laughs> Take with that what you will. But there was, was I right or was I wrong? <laughs> no, you were right from okay. Wikipedia. 
I found there was a lot of information about Jimmy Eat World that people just put on, I think, on Wikipedia, but that wasn't necessarily um, useful or interesting. <laughs> but it went on and on. Their Wikipedia page was huge, and I didn't expect that. Then in 96, they had Static Prevails. Yep. And then they, and I think it did okay, but they started Clarity. It took them two years to produce, and it came out in 1999. I guess they had kind of like clashed with their record label, and they were kind of like, we're going to do what we want, and did some experimental stuff like drum, like double drums or something. Yeah, they were on the Warped Tour. They... I guess they had a rough time producing it, though. They slept on their manager's floor. They worked some day jobs to help fund producing it. Yeah, they're still around. Their last album was 2019, their 10th album. They're still promote, um, touring, kind of promoting that because COVID put a stop to promoting it in 2020. I mean, I know some people who have seen them mm-hmm. within the last year. Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's sort of white. We have Pam on. I wanted to pick the album because <laughs> I wanted to pick. I've been thinking about doing a Jimmy Eat World album since I saw this concert mm-hmm. in Calgary with Pam and Danny. I just kept on putting it off and putting it off. And finally, last week, I just said, let's do this album. So I'm glad I picked it. And I'm glad I went to see the concert with you guys as well. It was. I wasn't expecting much from the concert, but I was just blown away on how energetic it was. And it was just a really fun show. Mm -hmm. And after listening to this album, I really think you can see where he gets the energy from, like on the albums. But I think the live show dwarfs what's on the album. If that's, that's how I think about it. Like just the show was so much more impactful than just the album was. No, I didn't get to see the show. Apparently I wasn't invited with all you people. <laughs> was it because of other songs? Like this isn't an energetic album. Like No. Like is it cut like I only knew the middle of like from them. That's the only song I knew. And then I found out I knew another one whose name I forget. Um and I was like when he said I'm like, yeah, energetic. Like I picture Poppy and it was different than that. Yeah. Well, they had, they went through some uh, some changes. I think that was kind of like a. I found I found that Clarity was almost like a, a a bit of a transition album. There wasn't because if you listen to the album after Clarity, which was Bleed American, it starts off with prob like arguably their heaviest song, which is called Bleed American. So and there was a lot of stuff like that that have really heavy driven guitars and and uh, loud vocals and and that sort of thing and this album didn't have that i think i think they were trying to showcase just the you know the 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 songwriting skills they have on on this album and they still continue to do that on their on the albums they're releasing today they still have really stripped down songs like that but yeah i think they were trying to to make a statement with like we we are really good songwriters yeah i could yeah, see I that yeah i could see that they definitely are I I felt the the songwriting on this was really good. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I think it's it's not necessarily um like really upbeat or like real downers either. 
I just yeah. think like the lyrics are really good and the melodies are really good. It's one of those albums, in my opinion, that you can put on and listen to start to finish. And there's no song on there that's like, oh, I'm going to skip this song. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I I probably listened to it about uh, six, seven times this week. And every time I didn't want to skip any of the songs. I yeah. just wanted to listen to the whole album. I mean, I saw them called Emo Pioneers based on yeah. this album. And yeah. I thought they were like, I don't know, pop punk is actually what I thought, who, where I thought, like, what I thought Jimmy Eat World was. I was wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm glad I was wrong. <laughs> they, so. Yeah, the thing about this band is they, they have so many different, uh, different styles. Like mm-hmm. from, from album to album, like the, even the stuff they're releasing now, like surviving their latest album is just, it's, it's, it's incredible stuff. They don't have a bad album. I'm not yeah. allowed to listen to those because it's not the 90s. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> we will have but, to start a new podcast, too. But <laughs> not the I, 90s. Yeah, but I feel they're one of those bands that actually got better with time. You know, like some some bands, they release their best album is their first album, you know, like and and it's kind of like, it levels off and then it kind of goes downhill as mm-hmm. they as they go on. Jimmy World are consistently climbing. They're going up and up and up and just keep getting better as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And it did make me want to explore them more and listen to other things <laughs> that even mm-hmm. aren't the 90s. Do you know, what I kept thinking is, wow, I wonder if Death Cab for Cutie were inspired by them. They reminded me a lot of Death Cab for Cutie, just that sound. Maybe that's just me. Well, when you mm-hmm. mentioned that comment uh, about being emo pioneers, for some reason, I never really thought of Jimmy Eat World in that light. But when I think about that, I think about how uh, like a lot of other emo bands have that similar sound. And I was thinking that too, if, if they were inspired by them. Yeah. Actually, do you know what this sounded like? It sounded like the 90s, going to all-ages concerts. I could almost picture myself there in like a dark room. It was all-ages ordering a pop. <laughs> like it had that feel of like some indie bands I saw growing up in the 90s. Like, I can't, like no band that has a big name or anything, just local Cape Breton bands. Kind of reminded me of this almost like feel. Not exactly, but just that. I can picture myself in, at a concert just like nodding my head to the music. <laughs> yeah. Not dancing, but just like nodding my head. <laughs> yeah. I That's can see that. That's just what I picture. It's not overproduced, you know? Like it's it's yeah. real. It's real. This yeah. this album, it's really down like I say, it's stripped down and yeah, it's, it's 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 just good good songs. I felt it had a nice flow to it as mm. well. Like each song just mellowed into each other's song, like each other each of the next songs. It was really nice that way. That being said, and this almost sounds like a negative, but I don't mean it that way. Um, there's not actually too many songs that stand out for me. It just all kind of worked together. It, I couldn't tell you what song had what name, just kind of, it just flowed. Maybe I was the only no, one who really. felt that. <laughs> there's t- silence. I, it could be, I, I just listened to it so many times. Uh, you know, you just know you you get your favorites and stuff like that. 
It definitely does have a good flow where all the songs really sound like they belong together, where mm-hmm. s- some other albums are not necessarily like that. And then, you know, to Avery's point, when we had seen them this past summer at Stampede, that was the first time that I had ever seen them live. We had purchased tickets to go see them in Halifax, but of course the pandemic happened and that show got canceled, unfortunately. But I was so shocked at how good they sounded live. Like they, I would say they almost sound better live than they do recorded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. Like the live show was just really good. I really liked it. And they had, uh, it's funny during, during COVID when, uh, when all the lockdowns were happening and stuff, they had Jimmy Eat world had done three, three shows uh, that were live streamed, uh, mm. with no audience or anything. And we had bought, we had bought all three of them to watch. Wow. And one of them was clarity and they put, pl- they played the whole album straight through. Oh, nice. Yeah. I hear they lot. do they've done that a multiple amount of times. <laughs> yeah. I mm-hmm. like when bands do that. I like that idea. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. you really like one album from a band. Even if you like a lot of albums, but sometimes just to hear a band do one album, I think I've never I've never been at a concert like that, but I think I would enjoy that. I think oh, they yes. did that. Yeah. yeah. Pixies have done that. Yeah. Well, especially if you know the album and you like the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it w- I think that would be an uh, like going to see it live would be great. But that was the whole thing with this. It was like a three a three part live stream. They did Clarity, they did uh Bleed American, and they did uh the the new one at the time Surviving, which is still mm-hmm. the new one. Yeah. You had mentioned before we started recording the expanded album. Mm-hmm. You want to go into detail about that? Oh, it's just uh, I yeah, I was I had asked if you guys uh, if you had listened to the expanded edition, just because there was two songs that weren't on the original album that are on that, mm-hmm. and the uh, Christmas card and, and a demo for uh, what became Su- Sweetness, which was on Bleed American, which I knew that song because I listened mm-hmm. to it at some points. I listened to the expanded album. I think. I ended up having both. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm like, oh, I know that song. I would know, not know the name Sweetness, but. Yeah, I I listened to the expanded album as well, and I rather enjoyed Sweetness. I thought that was one of the my favorites off the album. Yeah. That's I didn't fair. know that was on the next album. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's. <laughs> It's it, it's a, it was weird for me hearing it because of course I listened to I did listen to those ex those two extra songs, but the the version of sweetness that's on there is is it threw me off because I'm so used to hearing the album version so I wasn't oh. used to hearing that demo version so I'm gonna have to just, look back at that yeah and I didn't know anything from this but believe in what you want sounded almost familiar to me or maybe it just sounded like them <laughs> that sounded familiar if that makes yeah. sense. yeah that one wasn't uh that i'm trying to think if that was a single or not but it uh it wasn't like one of their wasn't it's not one of their more popular songs like the big one from this one is lucky denver mint yeah written about getting drunk in vegas and not actually about colorado <laughs> <laughs> and not played a lot in colorado radio stations 
That's some facts I found out about that. Oh, interesting. It was supposed to be in Never Been Kissed, that Drew Barrymore movie. Yes. No, I think it was. Not supposed to be. It was in the movie. Yeah, yeah. When I first heard this, the first couple, like, couple of seconds, I'm like, sounds like Beating Like a Hammer by Metric. I really thought yeah. it was that song. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I know yeah. this. And then I was like, yeah. wait, no, no, that's Metric. And yeah, yeah but- the drum effects yeah, sounded the same. Yeah, I was, which, I mean, it wasn't like the metric totally ripped them off or anything, but at first it reminded me of Oh, that. you never know. They could have could have took an influence from it. Maybe. Yeah, I yeah. could see that. I, I do have a quote from Francine Cochran, Avery's <laughs> mother, for nice. 1223.95. She's like, sounds like a record skipping. <laughs> and it does. Oh, she, she watched it? Is she Listen, there right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, nice. Got to listen with us. And... <laughs> okay. I couldn't. I knew she was going. So. Yeah. So, does anyone have a Canadian connection? I do. <laughs> I'm getting out my red, uh, red yarn for this one. <laughs> but it's not, too, it's not too bad, actually. It's, but, uh, the, the album was produced by Mark Torbino. I hope I'm saying that right. Trombino? Trombino. I don't remember. Yeah. I looked up yeah. his name, too. But he was also the mixer and engineer. He did a lot of stuff. Like he's done a lot of mixing, engineering, producing of a lot of other albums. And he's done, he's worked with a Canadian band, the Moffats. Oh. oh the Moffats. <laughs> they were brought up last week. With, bang, with, bang, boom. <laughs> because they, uh, what album did we do last week? They were up for the Junos the same time oh. as this. Who was that? Doesn't matter. That's not important. <laughs> it was a week ago. <laughs> the Moffats. Yeah. The Moffats. I That's had to go drop. look some of the Moffats up. And oh, yeah. It was <laughs> interesting. I didn't realize how young they are. And oh, I know. They got some. You must remember. You must remember watching <laughs> them on much music. Yeah, yeah. It brought back memories of Canadian, the Canadian answer to Hanson. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Sky. We talked about Sky last time. Okay. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> That's why. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that one. Little yeah. bit. Yes. I'm trying to, uh, trying they had, to remember um, that song. They had Some Kind of Wonderful. Some Kind of Wonderful. And we talked about Love Song because I meant to say yeah. Some Kind of Wonderful and Love Song came out. <laughs> so we <talked laughs> Some Kind of Wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> Make the mean steak that is the, okay. That's no. what I thought he said. Do you know what? Mean... I talk about how I don't know the words, but he does. No, but I always does he say he that a cheese steak, but he says mean steak. He's okay. I that's what I God. thought because I was like, that's such a strange lyric. Does he really <laughs> say she makes a mean steak? Yeah, and it, I forget what the other it's not insurmountable, which is how I sing it, but <laughs> it's it's an eyeful. Is yes, what, yes, is that what it, what it is? is. Yeah, yep. okay, but I didn't know until I anyway. <laughs> Um, do you guys have a Canadian connection? <laughs> uh, well, saw I them mean, in Calgary. <laughs> yeah, we drove across. Well, we flew across the country to see them. Yeah, that's uh, across Canada. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, actually, um, despite like hearing "Lucky Denver Mint" and like in the Drew Barrymore movie, and I think they were featured in um, some of their songs, or one of their songs at least was featured in. 
um, some television shows, uh, like definitely One Tree Hill, I remember for sure. And then radio, I didn't really, I didn't really get into Jimmy Eat World until the album Futures came out in 2004. And that was just mainly because Danny was, had got that album right around the time that we started dating. And Ooh. so... <laughs> <laughs> We listened to that album a lot. And then he, of course, had the other albums because he's a big fan. And that's when I really got into Jimmy Eat World. So it was uh, it was like uh, 20 years in the making, us finally getting to see them. So yeah. it's pretty sweet. And where is Danny from? Canada. Canada. <laughs> well, if the song I was featured... am the Canadian connection. Yeah. <laughs> if the song was featured in a Drew Barrymore movie. Then she was married to Tom Green, Ooh. who is Canadian. Okay. There you yeah, go. You only Good need one. a little bit of red string there. <laughs> <laughs> so mine is that Goodbye Sky Harbor was um, written, some of the lyrics based on the John Irving book, A Prayer for Owen Meany. And that, that was made into a movie, but it was called Simon Birch in 1998, which starred Canadian, not starred, but featured Canadian Jim Carrey. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> Very Who cool. was in the movie Shrek? <laughs> I don't nope. think he was. <laughs> he definitely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, and Shrek, voiced by <laughs> our favorite Canadian. Yeah. Maybe not our favorite, but one that bring, t- comes up a lot. Mike Michael Myers. Myers. Yes. <laughs> also known from Halloween. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right on the nose there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't have anything bad to say about this album. Not that we normally rated or, you know, talk bad things about them, but. So what songs stood out for you guys? My favorite songs. Well, I th- the one thing that's kind of neat about this album is I feel like it starts off with like three good songs back to back. I really love Two Glasses on the Table. Um, Lucky Denver Mint, of course, is a great song. And then. Uh, I feel like the last three songs are also really good, but Watch the Fireworks and oh, what is the second last one? Is it This Feels Like Heaven? For me, This Is Heaven. For me, This Is Heaven. Those are probably my four favorites on the album. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Danny? Uh, my favorite for sure is is Goodbye Sky Harbor. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely my, my number one. It's just watch the fireworks and and uh, for me this is heaven or are up there. I find the second half of the album better uh, than the first. I enjoy I enjoy the first half, but I think the album doesn't even uh, for me it doesn't start until twelve twenty three ninety five and then everything after that is is uh, the best stuff I think. Hmm. Ave, I'm I'm gonna go with just watch the fireworks and I'll. I, like I said earlier in the show, I'm going to put that song in here again somewhere. So um, <laughs> I enjoyed that, but I also enjoyed Sweetness. And I know that wasn't really yeah. on the original album, but since it was on the extended version that I listened to all week, I'm going to go mm-hmm. with that. I took the extended just kind of off my list. Just, I don't know. It just seemed. You're I, I'm like, am I the only one who liked Crush? I put that as my oh, it's great. number one. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Song. I love that. That's that's great. That was my favorite one. 
so what did you guys think of uh, the reason I asked this is because I talked to I was talking to Pam about it um, earlier and she said she hated how long Goodbye Sky Harbor was because it was like 16 minutes long and it just plays mm-hmm. on the same riff for like 12 minutes or you know but I loved that I, I loved it I think it's wicked because they keep building on it and building on it and building on it and then eventually all the music falls off and it's just the vocals that were underneath everything and you can hear how many layers are there and stuff and then it kind of builds back up into something else and then I thought it was really cool yeah I can I can see where you're coming from again I think that was part of like the flowness of the album for me that I didn't even realize it was 16 minutes yeah yeah it's like the the ending riff there the last riff of the song just goes and goes and goes and doesn't stop. But it's just such a good riff, though, that you I don't, you don't even realize how long it's been going. It just keeps repeating itself and and transforming into and adding different things to it. Mm-hmm. I just felt like f when it once it became instrumental, like I liked everything that happened. But let's condense that up into like. <laughs> You know, one to three minutes max. Like like a radio <laughs> version of the song. Yeah. I, you know what? I actually, when I was listening to it, I was thinking, I wonder if there's a radio edit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have caught me. <laughs> I listened to this album, Distract It, while playing cards one night. And then just here and there, and it was on shuffle when I listened to it. And then I was like, oh, this is on shuffle. That doesn't make sense. And then I've just been listening to it by... <laughs> Listening to a bit of a song, skipping ahead, listening, and I didn't catch oh, the yeah. last six Okay. It's <laughs> just like I was distracted when listening, and then that's what yeah. happened there. You caught yeah. me. And then I well, missed some in the shuffle. Just, yeah. I don't well, like you to... Ju- you just happened to choose an album that, for me, for me, I probably listened to this album a hundred times or, yeah. or more. Like, And Pam's heard it a bunch as well, so it just happens to be like... One I know very intimately. Well, partly why we had you guys on. Yeah. So, Pam, do you think you would have listened to this as much if it wasn't for Danny's influence on it? That's do you a think good she'd qu- have a mind of her own, you mean, if she wasn't yeah. married? <laughs> Not that it means that yeah. you don't now that you're married, but that's what I'm hearing. It's hard to say because it's music that I would definitely like, but I don't know that I would have sought it out in his absence but I mean some of the singles are definitely good enough that it might have been one that would have hit my playlist anyways like I said probably not until after I heard Futures that was sort of the album that grabbed me and then I listened to the rest of their discography nice so we've all talked about our songs what songs should we put on our YouTube music playlist from this what one album, did you all agree on? We like didn't. that you all, you know, you yeah. all said you liked. No, I forget. <laughs> just I... everybody liked just watch the fireworks. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, we can put that on. Yeah, unless Avery changes his mind, puts on whatever the heck he wants when he makes the playlist. <laughs> Sometimes... I don't think he does that, but he could. <laughs> Sometimes that happens because, <laughs> like last night, I was updating the playlist and I was like. Oh, what song did we pick for that album? So I just picked whatever I wanted. <laughs> That's fair. I yeah. knew I knew it. But the uh the oh, album yeah. didn't chart in Canada. Hmm. Which was kind of kinda disappointing. 
But it charted in the uh, U.S. on the Hitmakers albums at number 30. And on the Germany albums, it reached number 47. And it didn't have any It didn't have any classifications like gold or platinum or anything either, so. Hmm. That's unfortunate. So in your, in your research, Lena, did you happen to come up with anything like, I I almost feel like I read something about this being like, almost like Rush's 2112 album, where it was like, this was the last kick at the can, like before they were going to give it up. Yeah, they thought, oh, we're not, this is our last album, and they just tried a bunch of things, is what I read, and like I said, they were sleeping on their manager's floor, and they, like, had to pay to produce it, kind of like that came up. Well, you were talking about the layers and the layers on the last song on the album, I was thinking of Rush when you were talking about that, so Mm -hmm. it's an interesting comparison. Actually, no, I lie, they did a lot, they had jobs they went through a rough time after this because it didn't sell well mm. and then to make their next one bleeding oh, american bleed, bleed american bleed okay. american <laughs> yeah. I, I got most of the words mostly right yeah. <laughs> that's when they like really pushed and like, had to force it and get day jobs but this one it seemed it was critically acclaimed but it just didn't sell well and people liked it, but it just didn't sell well. And then they kind of, but they did think, Oh yeah, we're not like, this might be our last album with the studio. And they just did what kind of what they wanted. Like, yeah. Yep. It was weird. uh, Like they were going through a transition, like not with members, like leaving the band, but with roles within the band where Jim kind of became the lead singer on this album. Where before he wasn't, Tom, uh, Tom was kind of singing, doing a lot of the singing duties in, on the previous albums. Did you so, listen to their previous stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Sta- Static prevails, and and so and like I say, like this was this is kind of Static prevails is kind of the entry point for me. There was a couple a couple uh, releases they had before that even uh, yeah. that were like you know little EPs and stuff. But they were a completely different band then. But yeah, Tom was doing a lot of the singing on Static Prevails. So I kind of like when bands, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but just when bands kind of change their sound and try Mm -hmm. new things and not every single CD is the same. So are you thinking they're more like Bare Naked Ladies when Steve Page left and the other guy started singing all the songs? Ed. Ed. <laughs> I guess. I they're mean, kind of the, <laughs> they're sort of the opposite, I think, because um, in my opinion, I, I prefer Jim singing, although I do like it when the two of them sing. I think their voices do complement each other, mm-hmm. but I'm a bare naked ladies purist. So it's Stephen <laughs> Page all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no chickadee china, the Chinese chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, do I ever Tom, want a drumstick right now? <laughs> uh, and Tom did sing one song on this album. Only one, though. Jim did all the other ones. Tom sang Blister, mm-hmm. which is the one uh, talking about uh, walking across the United States. Which, that is a good song. Yeah. I was really I- upset that Amazon Music, which is mostly what I listen to, or yeah, um, didn't have the lyrics for the songs. I uh, like to read lyrics at like 
like I did in the 90s, it's not the same now, but you would open the book if they had lyrics. Well, you'd always open the book and look at everything, but you'd read the lyrics when you listened. I try, try to still do that, kind of, but no lyrics. That so I sucks. had to not know what they were saying because my ears are old. Huh. <laughs> Can't watch TV without closed captioning. Oh, it's true. It's so true. I saw a live show last weekend. And I was like, they were talking. I'm like, I wish they had closed captioning under them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just no. someone with a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Banners. But You're right, though. That was the best part of getting a new album was you know taking the the jacket out and looking at it and seeing all the artwork and reading all the lyrics it was kind of neat actually because everything is digital now but for christmas our son from his girlfriend got a record player and then he just ordered this record from this band called smile and uh it came in the mail and he was all excited and it and he was you know, opening it up and it had all the lyrics. It was so weird <laughs> to see him do that because it was probably the first time ever. That brought even me my me back further, opening and looking at all the pictures in the booklet in the mini pops albums. That I had. Oh my! Because <laughs> I had those records. <laughs> nice. Wouldn't it have been K-pop back then? The K-pops or something. Were still called the mini was pops, it? but it might or have been they? on K pop, like K tell records. Oh, maybe, I, I yeah, mm. yeah, maybe that was it. And I know some songs, some classics based on the mini pops. It turns out <laughs> <laughs> when I'd be older, I'm like, <laughs> I'd realize, oh, I know this from the mini pops. <laughs> yeah, the lyrics aren't quite the same, <laughs> <laughs> depends on the song, but yeah. <laughs> so, question I like to ask all our guests. Did you guys have BMG music like or Columbia 20, House? Columbia House 20, 20 albums for a penny or you know we did. Yeah, yeah you should. <laughs> did sure. you ever fulfill your contract? Absolutely not. Oh. I wasn't of age to sign that contract. Yeah. I owe them nothing. <laughs> was anyone I, worried like buying a house I, that your credit was affected by that? Yeah. Sorry, Danny, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that uh, there was a a whole plethora of teenagers that put that company under. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like, it's a whole generation of teenagers. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, do you remember any of the albums you got? From there, oh, oh yeah, tons. I know for sure. In my first shipment of albums from Columbia House was the classic Frog Stomp by Silverchair. Okay, yeah, yeah. Here's another question. Oh wait, you go ahead first, Danny. Sorry. Oh no, the uh, the first one that comes to mind is uh, Our Lady Peace, Navid. Oh, Ooh. good one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what albums were you stuck with because you didn't return them? I I got a Garth Brooks album one time, (laughs) but but it was it. it, I gave it to my mom, and then she started playing it, and then I was like, "Oh, this is a banger! I'm gonna keep it." (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I got stuck with Joan Osborne. That's also a gooder. I don't remember the album. I know the she song. She had one good. But... She had one song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the rest was not good. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have anything else about this album. 
Do you guys have anything else? The only thing I can think of is I'm wondering how well Clarity was really promoted. Because besides hearing the odd song in a movie or TV show, I don't remember it like being on much music. I just don't remember it being promoted anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They only had the one video, I think, from this one. Lucky okay. Denver, man. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> I do remember seeing it, but it was like one of those ones you would see on, uh, uh, like, uh, what were those shows that Much Music would have, those half-hour shows, like The Wedge and stuff like oh, that. Do you okay, me- yeah. Do you yeah. remember those shows? <clears throat> Power Hour, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, or... th- things like that, like, that that would have, like, indies, indie stuff mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking back to much music. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good sh- it was a good station. It was very much so. I didn't have it. I didn't have cable. <laughs> I watched it at my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else like record the the countdown? I used to record <laughs> the countdown and then that's what I would listen to, my little mixtapes. <laughs> nice. No, I didn't. I did that with, like, on the radio, like, top nine at nine. I don't know what it was. and <laughs> Something yep. like that probably in your hometown, but they had top nine at nine, oh, 9 p.m. I'd have my, yeah, be ready. Did CKUC have yeah. anything like that? <laughs> the request line. We had the request line. You remember oh, yes. that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And swap and shop. <laughs> Every night, yep. every night, uh, Cotton Eye Joe would be on. <laughs> <laughs> Song doesn't hold up if you listen to our previous. <laughs> yeah, definitely is not uh, holding up at all. Nope, it didn't. <laughs> One of the few that didn't. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> but I heard you talk about holding up. Uh, our our <laughs> next week's, or the single for this weekend oh, yeah. is uh, Deep by Serial Joe. Nice. And, okay. I know that one. And mm-hmm. I, I, wa- I was watching a YouTube video today, and it was like, Serial Joe holds up if you're that, time, if you're that kind of a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder whatever happened to him. Is he, got his, he started, he was in, um, was it, I think it was a Superman's Dead video, Our Lady mm-hmm. Peace. Yes, I think. it was. He was. Yeah. I, I was watching a whole video on Serial Joe and what happened to him to, yeah. today. So I'm sure oh. if you listen this weekend, you'll find out. Okay, well yes. I'll tune in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I'm gonna get. I'm not giving them up my choice this week, but I'm going to give them a choice out of two. But I'm not going to show you. Okay. So I have two albums. Mm-hmm. A. I'll just show you the cover or whatever. Yeah. Don't look. So blind. Can you? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. You know that one, Pam. Can you see that? Wait, wait, wait. There's like a weird light. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Close your ears. You know the album. If that's the other one, my choice is quite obvious. Yeah. (laughs) So that would be Pam's Pam's choice. Uh, 100%. And this has a. (laughs) Can you see that? Oh, no. The other one would be my choice, too. Did you see it, Pam? Yep. The first one, A. A hundred percent. A. I mean, a thousand I'm going percent, to do the yes. other one at another point. That's why I don't like to give Avery my... I always <laughs> hope although, he'll choose what I want. Although I had both of those. True. Yeah. Oh, well, I Same. only had one, but I'll go... I'm, so we are doing whole live through this. Okay. In case you didn't hear it when I played it a little bit. 
quite possibly my favorite <laughs> album of all time. Good. I'm pretty partial to it too. And I don't know the other one. So yeah. Yeah. Well, Danny, Pam, thanks for being on. I really Thank appreciate you. it. It's been it was good talking to you guys about this album, and it was good seeing Jimmy World in the Summer with you guys as well. It so was. Thanks yeah. for introducing me to them. Oh, you're a welcome. A little bit more. So, uh, thanks, guys. It was an awesome time. And h- how can you beat watching Jimmy World at the Stampede with a cowboy hat on? Yeah. Life <laughs> dreams realized. I thought um, Pam's podcast name is Pammy. No. <laughs> she gave that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So till next time. Keep on listening. <laughs>